Oh, hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? <laughs> really fine. Really medium. How are you? I keep asking that question to people in meetings and they all just stare at me, <laughs> which I appreciate. I think that's the right yeah. response when a coworker asks you how you are these days. Um, I haven't unlearned how to ask it, but. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm either like miserable or like not totally miserable. And today I'm not totally <laughs> miserable. So big score. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very good. So I am pretty good. Good. It's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Welcome to Sun Gay Mornings. It's a fun time with Hannah Fitz and Danny Jackson, who built their friendship at Christian youth camps and then became very, very gay. Ever wonder what hot gossip the old women at the back of church were whispering about? Listen weekly, get on your knees, and open your hymnals to fun, fun, fun. Subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunday Mornings. And for the love of God, tell all of your friends about us. give like a rundown of like what this week is like about yeah yeah you take the lead <laughs> um so this week i listened to four four by taylor swift cool. cool and i wrote down what i thought about it <laughs> um i've been listening to folklore by taylor swift for weeks or maybe two days i could not tell you when this album came out was it two weeks ago um yeah because we because yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i listened to it at least once a day since it came out wow. um, mm-hmm. i don't know if that's a thing to be proud of one of my friends recently told me that um my fandom of taylor swift the fact that i'm a fan of taylor swift is probably my biggest character deficit <laughs> Um, which I think is a compliment because that's not even that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like a pretty nice. That's a pretty nice um, <laughs> insult. So, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about folklore. Yeah, um, Hannah is Taylor Swift's biggest fan in the world. So okay, well, full um, disclosure. <laughs> yes, I hate Taylor Swift, but. I hate her now. As a high schooler and middle schooler, she was my queen. <laughs> and then she wasn't. And that's okay. Mm. You know, some people yeah. come in and out of your lives. And you just, you just welcome them back in with open arms when they come back into your mm-hmm. lives if with they, a beautiful if they album do. like folklore. If, if that's something yeah. you do with them. Yeah. So I had, I asked Hannah to listen to folklore because I thought that Hannah would really like it. And she hasn't showed me shared with me a single bit of feedback yet so we're gonna hear live on air if hannah hates my favorite artist but i do i um a lot of okay so i wrote down my thoughts for each song as i listened to them 
And then I have some overall thoughts. <laughs> um, but and I mean, obviously, that's what a podcast is. But really, I'm dying to hear your feedback, not just my stupid opinion. <laughs> well, I, d- I don't want to share any of my feedback because I don't want to bias any of your opinions. I want to hear your unfiltered <laughs> remarks and then I can give my responses, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think to start, like, I really don't care if people don't like the things that I like, and that includes pop stars. And I think, like, the, the baseline, the thing that we all expect is, like, people will yell at you if you don't like the things that mm-hmm. you like. And I don't care. Like, this is a thing that I, it makes my mornings more enjoyable to listen to this album. If it doesn't make your morning enjoyable to listen to this album, turn on a different mm-hmm. album. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's to start because yeah, I don't know. Well, I also like, especially with pop stars, people are really kind of mean. It's kind of, yeah. it kind of gets scary, <laughs> um, which is why I only listen to like indie people that you've never heard of before. So because that way you don't get in fights. No, everyone's so nice. Yeah. yeah. So so. Should we start? Yeah. What are your opening remarks on the topic of Taylor Swift? Okay, here. Folklore album, 2020, 16 songs, one hour, thirty, one hour and three minutes. Here is my stuff. Okay. As a people, as a humanity, um, I think we are blessed to receive new content of any kind in this time (laughs) and because we had an hour and three minutes of brand new content never heard before i was excited even though it was from taylor swift then i hear whispers that it's a folk album and i say okay folk is my shit so this is gonna be then I see the cover. I don't listen to anything. And I go, black and white? Moody? Woods? She's in a flowing peasant dress? Yes. This is checking off all my boxes. Um, But I didn't want to get my hopes up. Then, you know, I'm in quarantine. I'm scrolling through TikTok. And people start talking about how gay the album is. And obviously, that piques my interest. Um... So, yeah, that's where I'll leave where I went in. I set the mood. I want everyone to know that I like really tried. I set the mood for myself. I put on my flowy white peasant dress and I ate some toast with strawberries (laughs) cut up on it with a little cup of tea while I listened to this album. It was delightful. I really think about it a lot. The toast. Was it butter and strawberries? Um, Almond butter and strawberries with a little honey and chia seeds. What kind of what kind of bread? It wasn't good. I had a really lovely loaf of French bread, um, but I put it in the freezer so it would last longer. And when I took it out, I got mushy. So I used my grandparents like gross Sara Lee wheat bread, which was Mm. fine. But I'm a rustic bread kind of woman. Yeah. So. I had toast this morning on the heels that were like crushed underneath. Um. A bundle of bananas, a bunch of bananas, um, of the off-brand Oro wheat whole wheat mm. bread that we buy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and my brother's toaster is a nightmare to operate. I always burn the toast no matter what, even if I'm standing there watching it. My brother's sister is a nightmare to operate, and I went, she's your sister too. <laughs> Jeez. I was not operating him. <laughs> Sorry, but the toaster, yeah. Yeah, the toaster. The other day, I made toast that was charcoal on one end and just plain bread, just regular old <laughs> soft bread on the other. And I was like, this shouldn't be possible in a yeah. toaster. Um, but yeah, I ate, I ate more charcoal this morning. I'm sorry. Yours sounds much better, um, even if it's Sarah Lee. Yeah, I hope there's no. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I guess we'll dive right in. Um, I know a lot of my thoughts are repetitive, but I think that that means something. Mm. So there we go. So the first song is called The One. And I only wrote down two things, (laughs) which is um, high school. Hannah would have freaked out over this song Mm -hmm. and it seems very horny, which I like. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. this year has brought back a lot of high school feelings for mm-hmm. me, like just being trapped inside, not being able to go out and yeah. date people, not being able to really go hang out with my friends, kind of having to ask permission of the other people in my house if I'm going to go hang out with people mm-hmm. um, and be like, do we all feel OK with me having these plans this evening? Is it going to cause any emotional fights for all of us? Um, do I have a curfew? <laughs> Am I allowed to go into the restaurant or does he have to go to the restaurant and then we eat it in a park? Mm -hmm. We're not both going in the restaurant for sure. Um, Very high Mm school-y. Not that I wasn't allowed in restaurants as a high school student. Yeah. Um, Well, something. I don't know. That was weird. I don't think I've masturbated this much since high school. I haven't masturbated this little since high school. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Wow. So yeah, it really is full circle for both of us. That's yeah. awesome. Cheers to being 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also ranked kind of loosely because I didn't rank all of them. Um, mm-hmm. But the one is my fourth favorite song on the album. Cool. Okay. That's better than I would have expected for the one. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, so number two, Cardigan. I had okay. a lot. This is the most I had to say about any song, I think. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I've always needed this much angst from Taylor Swift, and I don't think I've ever gotten it from her. Because <laughs> I look for angst in music. And mm-hmm. she's she's more like, um, I don't know. I feel like there's a... De- a difference between being like depressed and angsty and I feel yeah. like m- her music is normally more depressed than angsty and mm. and and this is more angsty to me and I like that um I said middle school Hannah would have freaked out over this song <laughs> um and then I said I definitely stand moody Taylor more than vengeful Taylor yeah um, the lyrics to me were absolutely next level because they, um, all I could think was like, what photo sets on Tumblr would I post while listening to this album? <laughs> and 
Um, there was a Peter Pan reference in this song, which was my shit in high school. Um, she talks about daddy issues in this song, which I would freak that about. And OK, the, the lyric that really stood out to me was tattoo kiss, because that's something I would have written. Yeah. And I said, yep. Yeah. Um, yes. It's a very good lyric. The whole song, the whole album is full of good lyrics, but this song in particular is very like Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beauty. I said um, major 2009 Pinterest Tumblr vibes. Um, I would have printed out pictures with lyrics and taped them all over all of my binders. <laughs> and um, my last remark about Cardigan was that I definitely would have purchased a Cardigan. That like yeah. that I went with my own money and said this is because of this song. But then I probably wouldn't have told so you anyone. Buy, you would buy the Taylor Swift March cardigan. You would buy just a, a cardigan. If I think that this song would have hit the hardest for me in 2009 and 2009, mm. Hannah would have thrifted and like DIY'd her own mm. cardigan mm. that would look nothing like this cardigan, but are we allowed to go to thrift stores? Like, I need new pants, and I've been thinking very strongly about, like, I'll go to a thrift store and try on new pants. But I don't know if that's allowed. Um, I know it's, like, legally allowed yeah. um, because everything's legally allowed. I know a lot of thrift stores in Chicago were still closed, so I was kind of excited to go thrifting here. But um, all of my favorite thrift stores have not been open hmm. or have, like, very weird hmm. hours. Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we can go through. Uh, maybe we soon. should find a cardigan before I go back to Chicago. Absolutely. Um, um, and this is my third favorite song on the album. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to hear number one and number two. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll get to them for a while. Who knows? Should we go to the next if one? You, if you're ready, I don't... God, I would hate for this whole I'm podcast so to just be my voice. <laughs> I think it should... I truly think it should just be your voice and me just here to elevate your strong opinions about Taylor Swift. Thank you. Because people don't care what I think people about Taylor really Swift. People really care what you think about Taylor Swift as the Taylor Swift fan in, of the group. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody wants to listen to a Taylor Swift fan talk about how much they enjoyed the Taylor Swift album. That's just boring. Yeah, but you're like level-headed and cool. <laughs> Not that mm, other Taylor Swift fans aren't. <laughs> Maya, if you're listening, you're really cool too. Um, um. Yeah. <laughs> so next, um, Last Great American yeah. Dynasty. I didn't care about it at all. Um, yeah. Someone on TikTok like tried to dissect it and be like, look, this is all about, I think, Carly Kloss. I don't know. To her, to this person on TikTok. And I said, awesome. Um, I said, I do think that I would listen to this song at a community pool while reading Sarah Dessen as a teen. Um, and my second point was, this one is fine. Sure. Yeah. I enjoyed it as a story um, that I would have been assigned in high school. Mm-hmm. Like if this was in the context of... Like AP lit, yeah. it would have been a good AP lit narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find it really boring. Um, so the Rebecca she's singing about is a woman who owned the house that Taylor Swift now owns in Rhode mm-hmm. Island. 
Um, and I think it truly is. I don't think it's an allegory for trauma in Taylor's life. I think it's like I'm sitting on my ass in my house and let's just look at my yeah. house, I guess, for inspiration. Some of um, my favorite things about this album is watching people on TikTok fully dissect songs and be like, look, this and this and this and this and sit there and really be like, no, no, that doesn't go. That doesn't go. But okay. I love yeah. the dedication and the passion. Yeah. I really like that people have um, richer experiences than the experience they were assigned by the artist. Um, mm-hmm. And the song is, I don't know. I also feel like I'm a little bit tired of Taylor Swift positioning herself as like, like that. I had a marvelous time ruining everything um, from her Rhode Island beach mansion. I get it, and I do think that, like, she does get a lot of crap, and I'm sure that that gets very tiring for her to get a lot of crap, Mm -hmm. and I don't really care if she deserves it or not. I'm sure it's just tiring, whoever you are, even if you deserve getting a lot of crap to get a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that was, like, kind of the most boring part of this, and to, like, I don't know talk about new American money that's built on oil and glamorize it. I was like, we can do better. I feel like she knows, she knows a little better than that too. Yeah. It's still like, it's a beautiful song, but I wish that it had that perspective of like, like even like a little tiny bit of the chorus could have just acknowledged that this couple is living this charming party party like fantastical life because of making money on an industry that's fucking over people really hardcore all over the world yeah um wow yeah i don't know i don't know though like taylor swift shouldn't also be in charge of politics so well, i don't know if or I really should care. She? think about it i think no if she were in charge of politics where would we be um okay next probably better yeah that well yeah for sure better off (laughs) sometimes i'm like oh a disaster but um no not in this case less of a disaster disaster. yeah (laughs) um okay exile is next um and i couldn't listen to it (laughs) um because i um two reasons one High school Hannah listened to like almost exclusively Bon Iver. Yeah. Um, and I ruined it for myself. And then mm. also when my aunt died when I was in high school, um, my cousin listened only to Bon Iver and like sang it really badly in her bathroom. <laughs> and um that ruined him for me. And then um, the third layer is that there's this one Bon Iver song that comes up on my daily mix every day and I hit no every day and now his voice kind of haunts me. But... What song is that? Uh, here, let me see if it shows up. You don't have to pull it up. If you don't want no, to. I would I love just to pull it up. If it's from the self-titled album from 22 Million or from... It's from 22 Million. What is it? Um, because this this song was very twenty two a million. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot of like a million. See, I don't even know vibes to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, literally, yeah. Yep, yeah, and yes. So <laughs> it just haunts me. This soundscape <laughs> haunts me. But I said, mm-hmm. if I had heard it in high school, I would have freaked out. Bon Iver yeah. and Taylor Swift, I would have lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> um, I like that she brought him in on this album. I think that that's my favorite. The best thing I could say about this song is that I'm glad that mm-hmm. Justin Vernon showed up. Um, I don't think it really... I don't know. Bon Iver, like, from the self-titled album, is a very different Bon Iver than he is now. And I feel like they both are converging on the same genre from very different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like... Taylor Swift's folk is not going to be the self-titled Bony Bear that is probably going to be 22 a million. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad that he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, if she brought in like a different folk artist, I would have been bummed. Yeah, that's um, fair. I get that. Like if she and Shaky Grace collabed, I would have been like, this isn't really either of your vibe. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Love that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next is um, my tears ricochet. Okay. Um, I said this is the best angsty song so far. Um. So I put it at number three, or number two. What? Is that what? What's the ranking on this one? Of of my tears ricochet. I think it's probably five. Oh. So it's not the Maybe best six. angsty song. Well, okay. Because Cardigan was number two, number three. But best song and best angsty song are different. So Okay, I hear you. Okay. Is that okay? Because I can change it. Yeah. It's levels of angst, you know? I accept that. No, it's, it's your rating system. You can just do it whatever way you... Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Um... And I said, this song makes me more excited to listen to the album in Fall and Winter. Because I think, especially being in Colorado, it's so sunshiny and nice. And I love being outside in the summer in Colorado. And I can't listen to like sad music when the sun is out. I can't. Emotional fall is really starting early this year. Like I've been in September for the last two months and I think I'm edging into like mid-October already. Already? And October is the worst month for me. I think September just started for me. October's so pretty, but internally it's the hardest month to get through. I'm so sorry. October and February. March is the hardest for me. October and March. Well, but October recently, I don't know. My friends and I have started going really hard on like making every weekend of October like really fun with harvest activities. So uh-huh. it hasn't been as bad. But growing up, I hate it. even until I left Rhode Island, October was for sure bad. And March I've always hated. I think I will be in Arizona in October. So I think that I I usually think I'm gonna skip it because in Arizona there is no October. Mm-hmm. But now I'm already in October emotionally, so I think that October might just not end for me until the pandemic ends. I'm in October. Forever wake you up when October until... ends? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry I said it. Um, <laughs> next up, Mirrorball. Um, I said really good indie girl band vibes. Um. Mm. And 
at this point in time, it was my favorite on the album. Did I say Cardigan was number two? Yeah. No, three. three. Okay. So Mirror Ball is two. Was four. Okay. Um, yeah. That's all I said. My fave so far. But what else do I need to say? Uh, you don't need to say you anything up. Anybody who's listened to it knows that this is the second most perfect song mm-hmm. on the album. I also uh, just, I hope- I'm biased because I love a disco ball. <laughs> I like the word mirror ball a lot. Um, <laughs> it sounds so goofy. Yeah. No, and this song <laughs> is so say- serious to me. <laughs> Yeah, and to say I am a mirror ball. <laughs> you don't, you don't connect with that. It's, I love it. Um, I don't feel like I'm a mirror mm. ball, but I could see how somebody else might. I, I could definitely see how Taylor Swift would feel that she's. A I mirror feel like ball. I'm a mirror ball sometimes. Yeah, I would. I think that you. I'll be too. honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. I. Sorry. Go. I just love the chorus on this song. Yeah. Um, like I sing it to myself all the time. I think it's a really pretty chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I do always dislike anything that, that like the she has the line like shining just for you, and I always dislike anything that's like romantic and is just for one other person. Sure. Like I, that sort of like monogamous. It's not even monogamy. It's like deference of self in. A relationship like I, I don't connect with yeah. it and it takes me out of the song. I agree. Um, I I I did like hear that lyric more than I heard the other lyrics for sure. Yeah. And I went, well, um, if you have to. I guess. Like I, I wish the lyric was you'll find me on my tallest tiptoes spinning in my highest heels love shining. Period. And she, like, left it there. Um please. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of my sentence. Thank that's you. That's truly what we're all doing, and I don't think she's shining just just for the you in the song either. I think that Taylor Swift shines for Taylor, um, but sometimes pretends that she's not shining for Taylor. What yeah. if she's not? You know, like how's Taylor doing? <laughs> Who's Taylor really shining for? Is anybody shining this year? Nope. Do you think no. anyone's had like a good year? Um, billionaires. Sure. I was today, I spent a lot of because my birthday is in like two weeks. And when I turned 25, it was the most excited I've been going into a birthday for a really long time. And mm-hmm. people say that, I mean, not that you have to, you know, like categorize your life and what sayings are and what people say but people say that 25 is either the worst year of your life or the best year of my life and I was like honey I know it's gonna be the best year <laughs> and I've absolutely hated every second <laughs> um where was I going I with turned this? 27 <laughs> I turned 27 in April and I have never had such a sad birthday early quarantine alone in Arizona with my with my roommates there they were there Sorry. and they, they bought me like a nice little pastry thing and it was cute but it still was like <laughs> this really sucks alone in a new city yeah Ooh. where was this Taylor album then yeah I would have had the best day crying my eyes out <laughs> would have been sad but it would have been the best day sad days can be good days mm. yeah I guess 
Yeah. Um, it's just like. Should we go to the next? Yeah, step? I do think. I don't know if this is too mean spirited. I just want to say that if you have had a good year, fuck you. I think. Agreed. Not too mean spirited. Like really, fuck you if you've had even like a good <laughs> day. Yeah. I've hated. I won't like get deep into my personal life, but I don't think there's been like more than one 24 hour period at a time that I've been like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) nice. (laughs) A lot of bad shit happened this year, but like just on like a day to day level, (laughs) it's not been fun. I also I couldn't. I can't reflect back and lump two 24-hour periods together in my head. That's from also the past fair. Six <laughs> it's all I one 24-hour like, period. Yeah, it's just a mess. It's like an alphabet soup. It's just I have all these moments in time that are dissolved away from their place in the time-space continuum. They just float freely. Yeah. Some. Something that's really fucked me up with my comprehension of time is being here with my grandma who has like the beginnings of dementia. So she's like very there. I would say like 80 percent of the time, but 20 percent of the time she forgets the most random stuff and I'll say something and she will like. Not purposefully, but like the be, being in Colorado has been the most I've ever been gaslit in my entire life. <laughs> and I have like gone to the point where I'm really questioning so much. And I'm like, yeah, you just said that. And she'll like, no, I never said that. No, I didn't say Whoa. it. And it Whoa. makes me like, I'm like, did you not say it? And I thought it's really been a little bit of a mind fuck. <laughs> Anyway, no, no, um, it's, it's like, why not? You know, (laughs) um, so seven, (laughs) um, seven, also song number seven Mm -hmm. on the album. Fun. Didn't count. Should have known. Should have observed. Um, I said, um, good indie vibes again. And then, um, I said, it reminds me too much of the one weird Billie Eilish song where Billie Eilish is like six, maybe, or like 12 or <laughs> Billie Eilish is young. I don't hmm. know. I haven't listened to Billie Eilish. Like, I know the main songs of Billie Eilish, but I don't like them. I only know this um. song because of how much I hated it. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Need I go on? <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> did Taylor know that the song had eight vibes, so she named it seven to undercut it? I don't it? know. And then I said, it's also definitely gay, I think. Seven? Yeah. Or seven. Eight? I don't remember yeah, what I eight is. This is too. I think any album that includes the lyric, your dad is always mad, and that must be why. Um, just like the phrase your dad is always mad I think is a gay mm-hmm. song a lot of daddy issues in this uh, album and I love that as someone with a lot of daddy yeah. issues yeah the lyric love you to the moon into Saturn passed on like folk songs the love lasts so long is it's simple it's cute I don't need more than that like yeah some of it feels cruel like I I 
have a mixed set of emotions with this album because I really enjoy sitting in my reflections. And like, that's kind of the richest sort of community that I feel I have right now is the community and my memories. <laughs> um, that, um, while I enjoy it, it also makes me bitter and pissed off that I can't be developing love like that in my life actively. And like, it just, just really gets me. Um, but here we are. Um, so mixed feelings on this album, but I love that she's reminding me that I've had love in my life in the past. <laughs> Even if I'm not gonna hold a hand for another 48 months.